Hey everyone, and welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you have joined me, and thank you for doing that. For our Daily Word today, really felt like God was bringing to my attention uh, what I would just call the myth of sin. We're going to read from three verses in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, 20, and 26, and then let's dig in. So we read there, Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and He will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. And then verse 26, When God raised up His servant Jesus, He sent Him first to you people of Israel to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways. So the promise of sin is that sin is it is freedom, it is, it is power, that it is the true source of joy. But the, the, the actual reality is quite different. What we find is that what God says is sin it is, at least in the initial moments, that it is pleasurable. That's, that's why we do it. We, we actually, in our sinful self, have a, a taste for sin, and we we experience uh, some pleasure when, for instance, we gossip about somebody, we feel a charge. When we lust after someone, we feel, we feel a charge. We, we can feel a sense of pride when we operate in greed and we feel like we can establish ourselves. We, we've accomplished something. We, we have something in ourselves. We can, can actually feel a charge from uh, exerting uh, power over someone, even in a, in a harmful, abusive kind of way. All of these things in the moment have a certain uh, pleasure to them, but as we read in Hebrews 11.25, it is a fleeting pleasure. And in the end, there is, there is destruction and there is slavery rather than joy and freedom. We read there, this is about Moses. It says in verse 25 of Hebrews 11, he chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. So as we look through this, this sermon, and this is the second now uh, sermon that Peter's given, he and, and John are involved in this this healing of this man in Jesus' name, and it opens this opportunity for him to share the gospel, and he does, and he calls people to repent of their sins. And repenting of their sins, contrary to popular belief, was not about restricting and taking away that which uh, is pleasurable and good and free, that actually repentance is an amazing blessing that God would give us the ability to do it. So, for instance, uh, the, the world would say that, that sin is, is freedom and joy, and yet what we see here is that there is this guilt and this shame that clings to us in sin, and we try to justify ourselves, try to get other people to agree with us so that we can feel justified, we can feel okay about our sin, but what we read here is that our sins are wiped away by the grace of Jesus Christ. 
because of His cross, because of His sacrifice. And, and we, we read that, um, that somehow uh, sin is, is joyful and it is to be, uh, to be embraced. And, and yet, turning from God, what we see here is turning from sin and to God is, is not joy. It, it, is, it is not casting off restraint that it is actually a drain on our souls. The scripture says, and, and what a beautiful promise this is, that times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord. And, and so what we're, what we're seeing is that sin, in, instead of being a doorway into life, it actually robs us. It's not freedom, it's bondage. It separates us from God. And when we are restored to God, there is a refreshment in our souls as we are restored to God and know His presence. There is uh, a weariness and a sadness. The, the promise here in repentance is that, that God would bless you by turning you from sin. You know, the, the truth is that Jesus came to save us from our sin. And that's not because, you know, God is, is prudish and God is against fun. And, uh, and so forth, it is because sin, it, it robs us of what is life, it steals true joy, it drains our souls as we're separated from God. And the thing that we don't often talk about that is, is hard to even hear, and, and it's an, an unpopular truth, but it is true nonetheless, is that our sin, it causes us to be under the righteous judgment of God under the wrath of God. The scripture says here that there's a day when the Messiah, Jesus, will return. He came the first time to save us from our sin, to give us the opportunity to repent. And as he comes again, we read about the fact that that will be the time of the coming of the kingdom in its fullness. That will be the renewal of all things. And in that time, everything that is opposed to God will be eliminated. That is sin, death, evil, suffering. And did I mention sin, right? And so those who are living in sin uh, will be under the righteous judgment of God, under the wrath of God, liable to terrible judgment, to the second death, to this, this eternal spiritual alienation and suffering apart from God. And Jesus yet has given us this opportunity, and we must take it in the day that is called today, which is the only time that we have to repent of our sins and turn to God. Now, you might, you might think, um, you know, I, I've repented of my sins, and yet there is a remnant of sin in my life, and yet I, I still struggle with certain sins. Well, this is what, what Paul, under the inspiration of the Spirit, talks about in Romans chapter 12, and that, that is that we would be transformed by the renewing of our minds, not conformed to the pattern of this world. There is a work of sanctification, a work of, of transformation that, that God is, is at work doing in us. As we're saved by the grace of Jesus, we're also transformed by His grace. And as we're being transformed, as we're, as we're going from strength to strength, from grace to grace, we know that we are safe 
in Jesus Christ. There is no condemnation in Jesus Christ. And as we move more toward Him and away from sin, we find that we're not moving away from joy, away from freedom. We're moving into more and more of it. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And until we have a chance to speak again, friends, I pray that God would bless you and keep you.